I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Nigeria. He works at Russell Smith as a power platform consultant. He was the first awarded as MVP in 2022. He's a founding member and thought leader of the Nigerian Power Apps User Group, which started in 2019. In his spare time, he likes to watch football, reading, and he's into gaming. You can find links to his bio and social media, etc., in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Imbram. Thank you very much, uh, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So in 2019, you started the, uh, the Nigerian Power Apps User Group. How's that been going for you? Excellent. I mean, it's been fantastic. I mean, um, we've been able to obscure uh, over 1,000 people, both in IT and non-IT professionals. And it's been, I mean, to today, even um, today, I was able to take um, um, a former CTA, I mean, a CTO, and I know way back. I mean, she's also trying to embrace uh, the power platform. So it shows uh, the mm-hmm. level of adoption of the power platform. I mean, people keep telling me daily they want to learn these, and you know, and it's been fantastic. I must be sincere. I mean, we started 2019 when um, the adoption was still very low as far as Nigeria is concerned, and then um, since then, between then and now, there's been a, a major. I mean, there's been a major shift. I mean, from what people used to to know to now, the adoption of low code low code has been excellent, especially here in Nigeria, Lagos, precisely. Wow. So tell me a bit about Lagos. Tell me a bit about what you do for food, family, and fun when you're not doing the IT side of things. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm actually IT. IT is me, you know. Uh, you see, most, most times I'm always on my computer. I mean, but if I'm not doing that, I'm, I'm somebody who loves volunteering. Um, I also have a foundation where I have teams to also grow in terms of career and in terms of also um adoption of IT, you know, I, I tend to interact with um, these things quite a lot and um, I see where their pain point is and I try to assist them. Aside, I also, I also watch football. I'm a Chelsea fan, even though Chelsea is not doing well right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm a Chelsea fan. Um, yeah. Then I, 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 yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I also catch up with my friends on, on social media. Nice, nice. So how did you get into IT? What was your journey to IT and how old were you when you started? Yeah, I mean, pretty much way back um, 2010 when I was trying to get my, I mean, I studied electronics and computer engineering prior to my um, 
prior to my getting into school, I learned um, how to repair the computer. That was 2004. You know, I could repair the computer. I could do graphics. I could use Microsoft Word and likes. I mean, so getting into school was was uh, was sweet for me because, I mean, while on campus, I could um, I could type very fast. I could repair my computer when there is an issue. So uh, adopting mm -hmm. IT was was seamless for me. I mean, when I was a 400 level, I was supposed to take my internship, and that was where it started. I worked in the company um, where they were uh, they were majorly um, doing uh, Microsoft technologies, SharePoint, most precisely. And that was where I actually started my SharePoint journey. And a fantastic company was, and um, I, I was on some some projects, you know, and that led me to, you know, uh, having much interest into um, doing SharePoint and, and Microsoft technology. Um, yes. One thing I also did was when I was in my 300 level, I learned how to write um, PHP programming language. And it also helped, yeah. Yep. So he also helped me when I was looking for my first job after school, you know. I mean, pretty much interesting journey yeah, for me. So how did your focus then move into things like the Power Platform or Dynamics 365? Oh, great. So, I mean, if you are a SharePoint person, one of the things that you might likely do is also to build, um, to build processes using info platforms. I mean, um, back in the day, you know, we, we, we were building processes, especially forms, and workflows using InfoPath and SharePoint Designer. They were the low-code, no-code tools that were available um, then. I mean, that was the good old days of, of those two technologies. I mean, the moment Microsoft announced um, the duplication of those two uh, platforms, and where that, must, that means there was a need for us to embrace a new technology that Microsoft was coming up with. And also, I, I mean, we started with the Power Platform. In 2019, which um, when we formed our community, was started by a friend and colleague, Fonyola Jidebelo. And she just beckoned on me. She beckoned on me for us to, I mean, um, start this community, uh, community, even though we're, we're already using the tool, not as much as we're using it now, but we already started using the tool. And she felt, hey, we needed to come up with a community. We needed to start our own stuff, you know. We needed to also look forward to hosting the Global Power Platform Bootcamp, uh, which happens every February. And that was how we started. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had people joining from different areas within Lagos. And before we say Jack, I mean, we we started and, um, and since started uh, working out for us in terms of uh, gaining traction from the global world to see what Nigerians are doing with the Power Platform. I mean, so far, it's been an exciting journey. I've done quite a number of um, processes leveraging this this platform, you know, and the platform has also evolved from 2019 to now. There's been a major shift in terms of um, you know upgrading the, the the platform. Quite interesting, yeah. That's so good. That's so good. That's so good to hear your journey and and how you got together and formed that community, um, which is obviously and you know I've heard a lot about it and, and the, the impact that it's having. Um, uh, in Nigeria, tell me about what your what your day job looks like. What do you do for a job? Are you using you know the Power Platform as part of your daily job as well? Yeah. So yes, I I, I do that. I do that. I mean, I build new processes, and I one of the things that I also do now is also to bring up um, upcoming ones and guide them in this journey of um, Power Platform jo um, adoption. 
also do training from time to time, you know. Um, yes, I mean, uh, at this level, uh, I'm more of managerial, you know, so um, the scale is also to ensure that I have people, I can say, yes, I've been able to, to train these people and they can uh, they can also build uh, good solutions that fit for business purposes and to also ensure that whenever they have challenges, they can always come to me to, I mean, to address all of them. We, can, we sit together and address those issues together. I mean, so... Yes, well, I'm Anson. Yes, I also guide to ensure that yes, um, my subordinates are able to to shine out solutions, leveraging the platform. Excellent. What you know, since becoming an MVP, how has that impacted your career? Do you think it's had a little impact or a lot of impact? Um, yeah, what's that been like for you? Yeah, I mean, definitely it has. It has. So, what is one of the advantage of that is that it gives you more visibility. You know, you have people trying to look up to you, you have people trying to, I mean, uh, talk to you about the um, issues they have around their solutions. You know, you have, I mean, one of those, I, I'm sure I'm on this show because I'm also an MVP. I mean, you wouldn't have invited me if I'm not, right? <laughs> so that's one of the things that the MVP gives you, you know. And um, I've also been able to interact with um, people who also have uh, more skilled as far as the platform is concerned. You know, we have we have a forum where we also get to interact if you have issues. You know, uh, I'm I'm pretty much um, like I said, is giving quite a lot of traction and um, visibility. And um, yeah, I, I want to I want to continue to be one. Uh, I want to continue mm-hmm. to assist the those who are willing to also learn. You know, I mean, and once they learn, I know it gives me joy. It, it makes them it gives them the opportunity to gain. To, uh, to get um, employment, I mean, gain full employment and, um, yeah, allows them to solve their solutions, you know, no matter how small it is. It's good. As we as we move into 2023, kind of what are, what's the, the new stuff you're learning at the moment? What's your focus area? What's you, wh- what are you excited about? Yeah, so, I mean, 2023, we're trying to look at how to fully leverage the power platform. AI Builder, for instance, it's uh, quite interesting. We're trying to build some solutions leveraging the AI Builder, you know. Um, um, you know, the, one of the power of that, of that feature of the power platform is that it allows you to pull data from PDF, from images, and, uh, you know, there are so many use cases that you can actually use to, you know, to trick. So I'm looking at um, building solutions that, um, you know, Around that 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 um, that space, one one other thing that um, also focusing is the power pages. You know, sometimes ago I was trying to build a, a website leveraging that, even though I had issues. But I mean, it it was a learning curve. It was a learning curve for me, and um, right now I just want to continue to um, build on that to see what and what can be achieved using the power pages. You know. Uh, one of the beauty of it is that it's, it's mobile responsive by, by default, and which I, I really like. And um, you can even bring codes together from different sources and still be able to, you know, to uh, to integrate it into building power pages. So yeah, it's pretty much interesting. Uh, the platform is evolving every day, and you have to be up there. You have to keep learning so that you don't get lost. <laughs> because when you get there tomorrow, you might be seeing something else. I mean, recently. There was some kind of rearrangement around the around the user interface, around the the landing page. So 
if you've been there for a month and you're just coming down, you'd be shocked to see the uh, the new UI, the new aesthetics. And um, I mean, so it's evolving every day. And kudos to Microsoft for that. If you consider the, the the five core applications that are in Power Platform, so Power Apps, Power Automate, Power Virtual Agents, Power Pages, and Power BI, um, what what are you seeing in Nigeria as to be the ones that are most commonly used? Do you see businesses adopting one key area over others? Are you seeing a wide adoption of the Power Platform? Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a wild adoption of the platform right now. I can, I can, I can beat my chest to that. You know, um, uh, for, um, I, I have a team that I work with, and um, within our community also, we see the adoption growing every day, from banks to insurance to tel- to telcos. You know. I mean, you see people building to even uh, IOC international oil and gas companies. You see them building um, solutions that are worth um, uh, thousands of dollars. You know, leveraging the power platform. I mean, especially the mic, the power, the power apps, which allows you to fetch data, automate that allows you to you know do the flow. Then BI that allows you to to present your data and um, uh, analytical. I mean, prevent uh, present uh, analytics. So these three, especially. Have um, I mean the adoption, the the usage are quite high. Uh, I must say, I mean uh, the opportunities is growing. I mean uh, we're not there yet, but I can see the I can see the trajectory. You know that um, yeah. it, it's uh, it's a it's a curve that is is really making a lot of sense. I mean by next year would have seen something pretty pretty much more exciting than what it is today. But like I said, um, although one of the challenges that you know we we have um, our developers living the choice of the country right now, I mean because of one or two things. But I mean the beauty of it is that we're we're replacing them as they are living, and that's why I want to encourage everyone to I mean as much as possible learn learn and also prepare for opportunities because opportunities we always come. So you have to be prepared so that when they come, you're able to jump on them. So, so what are your thoughts on AI? Right, we're seeing it a lot in the in the media. A lot of people are engaging in it. What are you doing, and what are you thinking about AI? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much AI is is here to stay. AI is the present, and AI is the future. Um, I mean, I was I was giving a case of a, a case of the AI beta part of the power platform, for instance. You know, um, say you, you you want to be able to extract details of your invoice, for instance, which you receive daily and um, quite a number of them. So what AI does is for is it allows you to train your model such that um, subsequent invoices that you upload, you're able to extract the details of the invoices and you're able to store them in a database. So what it does is that it allows you to be more productive, right? And it also saves you quite a number of time. Because imagine that you have to manually write, type out the details of the invoice into a table before you now start doing your analytics. So, I mean, you save a lot of time um, uh, using AI to pull the data of the invoice to your table and it allows you to do your analytics or whatever um, insights you want to make out of, the, of that data. And also another case of AI is ChatGPT that everyone is talking about now. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much... 
uh, allows you, helps you in building your solution. I mean, back in the day when you have issues around your application, you have to run to somebody. And if, if the person is available, yeah, the person assists you. And you, know, you have to Google, I mean, go online to look for whatever solution. But now, the chat GPT just needs to type, okay, I'm having this also issue. I want to refactor this code. You know, I want to... I want to um, extract details from a PDF on ChatGPT. And, you know, before you say Jack, it gives you the step-by-step of what you need to do. So, I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this is, not, this is interesting. This is novel. And, um, uh, I mean, um, we don't, we can't but just adopt this, uh, this technology. And we also we all need to learn about it and how to use it. So it's pretty much very, very key. I mean, the future is looking very, very bright with artificial intelligence, and um, we can't afford to miss out. It's a, it's an area that uh, people should actually look, uh, um, look out for and continue to invest in. I mean, pretty much Microsoft also, I mean, uh, is trying to integrate that with Bing. I mean, so imagine how, how powerful Microsoft Bing would be. So I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait for that. Ebram, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.